Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And here today we have with us Wayne Miller. And Wayne is obviously from Louis Miller Barbecue. There's Hallowed Halls, the Cathedral of Smoke, the Mecca. Um, many, many, many terms have been used over the years. Um, just Prison famous. was one I used a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just another place to work at, Dad, I guess. Um, Going to the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Dreading that bicycle ride. Um, oh, you know, over the years, barbecue has evolved. Louis Miller barbecue has evolved. Um, barbecue as a meal has obviously risen to a level of prominence never seen before. Um, and, and that's added on things like, um, you know, adding on menu items over the years. You know, what you serve today is not what you served uh, 50 years, 75 years ago. Um, and the restaurant has made changes over the years. Um, today, you'll tell us about some new new changes that are coming. But kind of tell us about that, that lineage and, and history of moving from the original section to to the involvement of Louis Miller? Well, our, our humble beginnings were in the alleyway behind the grocery store. Just like most meat markets, there was some place to cook the meats that were going to be spoiling fairly soon. So we really just, it was all about, let's just minimize spoilage. We were just doing this thing in the alleyway for, God, almost 15 years. From 46 to 59. In 1959, this building that we're in now became available, and it, it had a long history then. It was it was built in the year 1900. It was a gymnasium. It was had a long history as part of the textile industry. So it was um, shirt assembly. It was weaving. Um, I think it was a typewriter repair store, whatever. Wasn't there some uh, boxing matches here as well? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, when it was a when it was a gym, it was semi-pro basketball and Golden Gloves. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah I thought so I read so all kind of, and a women's gymnasium at one point too. So huh. it's all kind of weirdness going on. It was a grocery store when we first moved in, but moving into that space, it became sort of a time capsule. I don't think anybody. Grandpa didn't plan for it to have this sort of aura about it. It was really like, it's two hundred feet from my front door of my grocery store and it's on the main throughway of town it's location 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 and it came available so business was strong enough to move here and a standalone brick and mortar and that's the way it was until god 2000 before this the west dining room was actually added on and it was that was my brother and dad more my brother than my dad i think and his thought process was I wanted it to be something like an ice house so you had all these windows were screens the front door actually would roll up and you can still see the chassis kind of hanging up above the door um, my understanding according to my father he, he witnessed one of the ten plagues of Egypt after the front door was raised for the first time and the flies came in and droves and then there's no way to get them out oh no. gosh so I think hey, the ceilings here are about 30 feet tall and I think yeah 25 30 yeah. It, they're pretty Close. tall so this, this side was really made to sort of mirror that side. It was using a lot of reclaimed materials, repurposed materials. The floor came out of a, a Catholic gymnasium, I believe. Um, these were old hangar doors off of, um, I think, an airport or a barn. I, I can't forget. I don't remember which one it is. I, I don't know where the I-beams came from, but there's a little bit of you know, history just built into this place. 
Um, this was really about making more seats for guests, having another pit to cook on, new bathrooms, um, Were more any, amenities. Were any of the old timers resistant to that? Not really. Because it flows very well. I mean, you, you really don't notice. I mean, obviously there's a doorway, there's a threshold to come into this new room, but it, it doesn't feel like it's a new room. It feels it feels connected no, to Louisiana. No, it feels like a natural flow from, from the, the original dining room out into here. And, and like you said, with the... With the guest count growing, it's it's nice to have another place for, to, to send people to where they don't feel like they have to eat and run. Right. And now the latest incarnation of this room has been I put insulated windows in instead of screens. We've put a furnace, an air conditioner. We're going to eventually uh, insulate the ceiling. Um, we're getting our ductwork, our intakes moved down a bit. Um, maybe get these fans to stop clanking so much. And, these windmill fans, these are pretty cool fans. They're, yeah, they're really cool fans. They're just loud. It sounds <laughs> like you're at the train station. I guess that's part of the character. Um, and then we'll have, you know, I'm going to install a, a stained glass window above the doors. Um, but this place, this connection, place here, connection to the, the church theme course, as well. You yeah. know, I mean, but isn't it barbecue a religion? It, it is. In this it state, is. I mean, unlike any other state, it's a religion here. Right? And I think it's... It's the Except for us heathens that eat on Sunday. <laughs> well, but it, I think it's the closest thing we can draw to actually, you know, having a strong emotional connection from our earliest youth about very positive things. Barbecue is, is in this state, one of those things. Everybody had their place that they went to with their grandfather, their father, or whoever, when they were kids. And it just became a part of the family tradition. And it was, it was like, going to, it was like yeah. going to church on Sunday. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things. And you defended it just like that, right? Like your politicians and... Um, oh, yeah, nothing starts a great debate like politics, religion, and barbecue. <laughs> yes. Well, that was, the, that was the adage, right? And these it, days, beer, I think, is now the new one. Yeah, you're you know, starting to get that a little not, bit. Not so much in the past, but... Yeah, if you ever, if you wanted to get into a fight in mixed company, just bring up one of those three topics in <laughs> Texas. It's guaranteed to happen. So this, you know, this we're remodeling this. We're going to make this a to-go counter. People bring their stuff to go. Um, the latest incarnation, though, is outdoor seating. We've just added about about 1,800 square feet of deck space. Part of it is will be covered in a, like a small pavilion area. There's we've added restrooms two restroom facilities and a bar so we'll have a full service bar out outside um, we may actually have margarita machines inside but maybe with long straws, yeah. <laughs> straws or something to just feed the line you know just every draw is 50 cents you get something. you'll get a sample of margarita along with your your Why bite not? of barbecue yeah, now you, yeah you get your nice little end cut and your, your nice little but don't, don't be surprised glass. if you see at some point in, in the near future we have sort of a cocktail walking the lines, taking people's orders, uh, bringing back draft beers, frozen margaritas, things that are really cold on really hot days. <laughs> yes. also, it sounds like this latest edition is most is like the other edition. It's, it's for customer convenience and the comfort of, of your guests that are coming to the restaurant. You know, the restaurant industry has changed a lot from, well, think about it, in mid-40s, this, this operation was all strictly utilitarian. It's I'm hungry, I gotta eat, I gotta eat on the run, so links are made the size of a piece of bread, it's thrown in there and you walk. It's, you know, it's event food, it's carnival food in a way. It's meant to be on the run, and, and that's sort of what it is. Today, it's, it's not about I'm eating to live or I'm eating to hung, I'm, because I'm hungry, it's, there is more of an experience that's, that's expected. So, um, 
we want people to stick around longer. All, all restaurants do, and it's not table turns as much as it used to be. It's really about how can we, how, it's, it's guest stickiness in a way. And keep them here, keep them entertained, keep feeding them, keep drinking, you yeah. know, feeding them well, bar- Barbecue is, a, is an experience, and, and coming here has always been an experience, so the longer you can spend, the more the experience grows, right? Absolutely. There's a stronger that connection. Yeah, because this is the one. This is the one cuisine that really has an emotional connection that that is to its root, to its core, in a way that most other American cuisines just don't have. It's not that we don't love our hamburgers, but it's just you're not going to go to war for it. You no. know, well, and it starts with the fire and and the animalism and the connection all the way through through men. Yeah, it's a right? visceral I mean, it, thing. It, it really absolutely. is. Absolutely. Like, you know, picking. You know, we don't eat with forks most barbecue places we go to we may be in the growing minority at this point but it's it's that whole experience of from you get to the counter you watch them slicing these huge hunks of meat and it's just everything about it is just this sensory overload experience it's supposed to be that way you know and i think that you look at at some of the products that come out of texas barbecue and why is it mystical look at a brisket that's hard thing to cut it's a big cut of meat um Beef ribs. Where are you going to find ribs that are just that big? I mean, only in Texas, right? It's it really is John Wayne on a stick. It's just got as much stout and bravo and gusto and machismo as any other any other single entree you'll ever have. And you know, you can just you can go hunting with that thing afterwards. That bone is incredible. But I, these things, I think, really epitomize what Texas barbecue is seen outside of this area outside of its its native habitat it's seen as big bold beef bark you know and we're at it and bark i guess yeah well that whole everything's bigger in texas we've played into that stereotype for years yes. like yeah. in in fun ways we have fun with it but it's a real thing it is a real thing it you is. know it is 100 percent a real thing and nothing like the louis miller beef rib is the legendary cut of meat that you can get anywhere in barbecue and it's you know we have people that will email us from out of town and they're, you know they're oh i'm coming in for a road trip and Without fail, a Louis Miller beef rib is always mm-hmm. on that list of things that they have to have when they come. That's just, I mean, I don't even know. It, 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 from my perspective, it's hard to sort of wrap your head around that, how much attention that, that, that cut has received over the, just in a recent, really, five years, yeah. uh, six years, that it's really seen it. Well, as, in this Instagram world, it's an Instagram-worthy item, right? Oh, I'll say. It, and, and it photos not just because of the size, it photos because of the color transition. It, you know, it, it, it works really well, but the beauty of it really is that it also tastes damn good. Yeah. So it's not just something, you know, it, it's, it's not just I can't. It's not these, right. these hamburgers that people are showing that are, you know, 18 inches high right. for the well, pure I, matter I saw, of Instagram. I, literally yesterday on Instagram, I saw it, rainbow frozen yogurt that's wrapped around cotton candy. And I'm like, that, that, you're just doing that for the picture right. at this point. <laughs> like, there's no actual enjoyment you're getting out of that other than diabetes. Like, yeah. And this, this is, it goes back to sensories and overload. I mean, you're, you're holding that bone in your hands when you're eating it. And so you've literally and figuratively, there's that connection. Right. That it's a carnal experience. And uh, like you said, at the end of the day, it's a really delicious cut of meat. Like, it just is. The, especially here at Louis Miller with the pepper and the and the rendered fat and just everything that goes into that thing is just You're making me really hungry. I know. I and know. We're, we're supposed to talk about beer, I think, is, is really where we're going here. Um, so so to, so to get us back a little bit on track, um, new decks coming, um, liquor, actual liquor, liquor, liquor license. Um, I would expect also that means hours are going to be extended a little bit here. So, yeah. you know, today you guys are, are done when you sell out. How is that? 
going to happen hour wise and then is there is there a menu variation that you'll have for that we're working on a bar menu now but the later evening hours it's really going to be two operations when you think about it we're going to have the interior which will serve either to go or a dine-in experience and then we're going to have the bar experience and the bar is going to be a much more limited menu but it's going to be you'll see a lot of sliders you'll probably see a lot of ribs half rack baby backs will probably be prominent um, I'd like to maybe do a I'm working on a homemade hot dog right now and I would like to have a grill out there so probably some some brisket burgers some smoked brisket burgers that we then beef rib burgers <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, um, we're experimenting, we're experimenting with all, all sorts of meats and blends just to really try to come up with a, a little bit different menu that isn't necessarily full on traditional menu from inside because I know that the clientele that we'll be looking for out in the bar is not going to always be traditional barbecue well, based. And, and barbecue is heavy. It is. It, and, compared and, to what you want at, at night, too. You may not want, I mean, I, I'm nothing against eating a beef rib at night, but you know you may want to have obviously as as a consumer you want to have something a little bit lighter, especially if you're going to try to down a few beers with it. So. Yeah, and we're really trying to. I, I want to. This is sort of my ode to Taylor and the surrounding area. We even back as far as 2008, Dad. You ask him what's what's your local base participation? Five percent. Five percent of my traffic each day is from a 10 mile radius of Taylor. Everybody, you know, another 50% well, and, comes and from And ironically, the, the train's coming through, and that's not the business. I mean, that used to be the business. That used to be the business. Was, was that's where the people came, and yeah. today it's not. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's completely different. It's all different. And there's different expert expectations that come along with that. If you're not listening, you're not learning. And if you're not learning, you, there's a good chance that you're going to get passed by, you're going to miss opportunities, or you'll just miss the boat completely. And there's no reason for us to do that. I, I think that, you know, the, the locals became a bit alienated as more and more people started coming in from out of town. They've got 30 minutes for lunch. They didn't want to call in. They don't want to stand in line. It's, now it's a quandary. So having this a bar that's here, that's accessible to them till late night, Friday, Saturdays, and, you know, maybe till 10 during the week, it's a different place for them to go. If they're downtown, now they'll have some place to eat as well. There's not really anything going on after the, after the, uh, brew, the brewery closed, Texas Beer Company closes, or anything else down there, any other live music. So there's, there's possibility for after hours here. There's, um, there's probably, I mean, we're going to have music here as well. So I think we're going to be part of the, this growing downtown entertainment scene. And, and it's, again, you know, at the beginning of this, it's not the main dining area no. and and that you can tell by with the, the threshold and the doors here again there's a separation as you go farther away so you still get literally kind of the evolution of barbecue and entertainment all yeah. in one experience yeah. here well, right and then experience is the key word here that that you know that when you alluded to earlier and that that is creating a you know a different experience for someone that's coming here looking for they may want the classic louis miller experience or they may just be in the mood for a burger that day and a beer, and that you know, and you can still go to one place and get that same experience. I think that's that's a great opportunity for Louis Miller as a business to to grow and stay relevant and expand, as you were alluding to earlier. Sure, <clears throat> and you know, so that means opening on Sundays, opening later during the week, say eight thirty, nine o'clock, whatever. Looking for dinner, promoting again, 
our local base. We're trying, we're really trying to talk to them and bring those, bring them back into the fold. Um, now that we have really the ability to do it, where before we, it just really wasn't in the cards. We'll build a new pit room, which will give us more capacity, which will make this transition much, much easier. Everything's just sort of coming in its own phase and time. And, and you've been, I think it's a good topic. I think you've been working on some of the pit designs. It's going to have something, kind of something old and something new. Um, it's not going to be an exact replica, but it's also not going to be a, a straight-up propane tank design, correct? That's correct. Yeah, it's, it'll be more of a hybrid of, the, of this rectangular version that we use here. I like, really like the exhaust on it. I, I really like the way it cooks. It gives us a lot more flexibility. So um, I'm a big fan. It'll probably be all metal, maybe with in, instead of all masonry with some metal components. This will probably be all metal with a, um, we'll probably put a porcelain face brick on the outside just so we don't burn our legs but it's gonna it's gonna look similar it's gonna cook similar it'll have many of the same airflow characteristics and traits uh, it may have some adjustability built in um, and maybe that's uh, grill height just depending on how fast we want to move the air how, how slow we want to move the air how much we want how much how close we want to meet to the hotter zones up top versus coming down I don't know I've, I've got I've got a crazy Frankenstein prototype <laughs> drawn up, and I can't wait to just start piecing it together. But uh, will it will it be showcased a little bit, or yeah? You know, so that's, that's kind of the new thing as well, I think, in, in barbecue restaurants. Yeah. Hayes County has has uh, um, El Chingon behind the the that's glass like a wall glass now. Enclosed, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to do is is the back side of this bar, right between the the two shipping containers. We're going to build. Uh, we're going to tear out the old smokehouse, which is this small addition in the back of, of the kitchen, and we're going to extend it all the way over to the slab and out to the alleyway. So we're going to increase it probably 60, 65% footprint. We'll put uh, four pits or so out there, but we're going to use just probably punched metal uh, all the way around and in a tight, tight pattern so it'll look similar to screen, except sturdier. And then we're going to, I'm literally on this side, I'm going to have um, a bar top run along under the window and bar stools. So oh, that's anytime all, that's, that's yeah. people great. are out there, yeah. I want, you know, not only do I want the smoke to be wafting in, but why not have that interaction? I mean, yeah. Kreitz and Brian has that as well. They've got a, they've got a row of, of, of bar stools that overlook, um, I think it's the close pit they've got there. Um, which is and, and it, it's truly an experience. It's really cool to see it. You know, you're eating. You see them running the pit. You're you're separated far enough again, but it's also kind of this interesting connection when you have the glass wall that separates the sound. It's like you're watching it on TV, right? But yet you're there, right? Yeah. You've got both at the same time. Um, very very cool. Now there's a little foreshadowing, I think, with a poster in there that Andrew and I really dig, which is um, a photo shoot Stevie Ray Vaughan did here on site. Um, really cool to think that he was sitting in these halls. Um, you'd mentioned music. I mean, that's going to be a, a key part of this, right? I wish I At could have Stevie yeah. Ray back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was taken just a few months before he died. Wow. Um, it was, the shoot was for, for the album cover, and I think that one, uh, Family Style, uh, was released as a 12, 12 inch single. So, uh, yeah, he was here, and I was a big fan. I, uh, I, the first time I saw him was at Aquafest in Austin. Yeah, a lot of my, my, I, it's one of my biggest regrets 
was I never got the chance. Aquafest and the Armadillo, my, my, my brother and sisters did, and that just drives me crazy. We went every year, you know, I mean, they had different themes every night, and I, don't, I mm -hmm. couldn't tell you which theme it was. But Skipper pins. Exactly, <laughs> those were a big thing to collect, right? And um, there was a main stage, there were some side stages, and then there was these tents that they set up that were like acoustic tents. So you would have maybe one, uh, somebody solo on a guitar or a two-piece or a three-piece that's in there just all doing acoustic. And you could just come in, hang out, and just, you know, sort of, it's like a small little lounge, right? A little speakeasy in a way. And I, I went to the restroom. I was about, I don't know, 12 years old. And I, and I came back, and I heard this music, and it was just drew me in. And I just sort of, like, wandered in, and there was, I don't know, a handful of people there. And I just kind of walked like seriously i was maybe three foot from him just kind of just amazed and he just was sitting on this stool he never lifted his head he and he was just sweating his ass off and he was just digging it so hard and i was just so amazed um it took me a while to figure find out who that was um and after that it was just like i was hooked i i, I followed him for the rest of his career and i was always a fan so to have him actually do a photo shoot here, it was, it was pretty awesome. And then some trivia about that poster. If you'll look above he and Stevie Ray and Jimmy, there is a fish. A fish, yeah. So I noticed that this morning. What the hell is a fish doing? That fish was on that wall for a long time. And Dad got tired of the fish and threw it away. <laughs> and somebody asked him, where's the fish? He goes, why? He goes, well, why would you take it down? He goes, because this is a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> And I'm like, why did I, I asked him, why did you throw it away? Why do I need a damn fish in here? We don't, we don't serve fish. We don't. I'm like, well, <laughs> Stevie Ray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you get hung up on the craziest stuff. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, for the listeners, yeah, there's so many great pictures in and around Louis Miller. But yeah, to, take a look at that next time you guys come in. That's It's just a really cool thing. It doesn't get more Texas than Stevie Ray Vaughan sitting in Louis Miller barbecue. And, and what a title of the album, too. Yeah. I mean, how, how connective is that to everything we've been talking about? Um, so how about um, any, any opening times that, uh, you know, I know health permits are always a crazy factor but any idea when the patio will be open you know i thought it was gonna i thought i was gonna make uh memorial day a lot uh, of people say things like that about we won't name a particular barbecue restaurant right, at 10 but I, but yeah, I, I, in, in all their defenses dealing with contractors oh, is absolutely. not the easiest thing i I've, i found this out that um if you you know if you don't have patience you better develop it or you're going to stroke out because nothing happens on any schedule that's ever given to you in the time that it's it's stated so you just kind of have to roll with it but i mean we're closer now than we've ever been i just need to get my um walking cooler uh punched in and then we'll have we'll run our lines and and finish um, building out the bar once that happens then we'll get the the our ADA ramps that enter the, the both the deck into the restrooms. Once we have those in, then we can start rocking and rolling. All the rest of the uh, you know the accoutrements will will come later. Signs, lights, all the maybe televisions. Who knows? Very cool. Nighttime drinks, yeah. nighttime barbecue, and maybe some nighttime music out here in Taylor. I think that's yeah, about I mean, as that's, perfect as it could get. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be great when it's open. We're looking yeah. forward to it. And so, yeah, we'll be, we'll be keeping an eye out and we'll, we'll update as the show goes on. So we see if we have an opening date, we'll, we'll put that out there for everybody. But it's, uh, 
natural evolution of, of business and natural evolution of Louis Miller and you know we're excited for it thank you we're all excited here as well I you know I only hope that dad's giving me a blessing and not the finger <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you again Wayne thank you guys I really appreciate being here